Sports World, what is happening? Chris Dell here, the mad journalist, co-host of the Family Feud Sports Podcast on Go Baller FFS, bringing you our trifecta of sports podcasts for the day here. Hope you enjoy it. NFL, college football, and now the NBA. True hardwood hoops fanatics, myself and Mr. Alan Dell, the godfather. I know you've covered your fair share of basketball in the day. I uh, formerly covering the Brooklyn Nets when I was up north a few years back. And talking about my boy Jason Kidd and his man Giannis Antetokounmpo possibly being an MVP candidate with your boy Kristaps Porzingis and two international new stars in the NBA. Now that we're, what, almost a month into the season, what about eight games for each team? And now we've got Giannis and Kristaps as two potential MVP candidates. Is this for real or is this just a facade? Yeah, I'm really elated about Kristaps. I didn't think he'd be doing what he's doing now. He's averaging 20 in six games. He's averaging 29.3 points per game. That's third in the league behind Giannis. He's at 34.7 and DeMarcus Cousins 29.4. And then top it all, Kristaps has led the Knicks to three straight wins. So maybe he's going to save Jeff Hornacek's job. I predicted I already lost. Is that a good thing or a bad thing for Knicks fans? I, I, I don't know. I don't think it's good in the long run. But we'll, we'll see when there's a lot of basketball to be played. They almost blew the game last night. I think 3-3 three and three for the Knicks, you can't ask for anything more, especially the fact that they started 0-3. Yeah. So now even in that out, 3-3, three and three, a young, young team. Tim Hardaway had a nice game the other night, but a very streaky player. Oh, so streaky. But Chris, what, what, what's, the, what's the difference? Yeah. I know you know what it is, but, but what is the difference, well, Mr. Allen? Well, they're looking for him. Uh, I'm going to say it right, right out, Melo's gone. He's, you know, the ball's there you moving. Go. They're looking for KP. He's shooting 36.4 on threes. I think he'll, he can do better than that, but he, sh- he shoots him deep. And here's an interesting stat. The three, and then when is the last time this happened? The three leading scorers in the NBA right now are all big men. Giannis, DeMarcus Cousins, and Christophs Porzingis. Three big men, and they're leading the league in scoring one, two, and three. So maybe that's something about how, and they're, all those guys can shoot. Uh, Cousins can shoot the three ball, and KP can definitely shoot the well, three the, ball. Well, the funny thing you say, bringing back Giannis with the Bucks, is that I don't even know why they're labeling him a big man. He's listed as a power forward on the roster, but he's really more of a point guard on that team that runs the offense, similar to LeBron and what he does with, with his teams, whether it's the Cavaliers or the Heat. But, wow, Giannis, I, I don't think anyone would have thought 34.7 points per game. There's no way that's sustainable, or is it? 10.7 rebounds a game. 5.5 assists per game, two steals a game, a block per game. Clear cut front runner for the MVP. I'm not trying to get premature, but just the fact we're talking about these two guys shows that the NBA future is very bright despite some of the stars getting a little bit old these days, yeah. like LeBron, like Chris Paul, what have you. So just impressive right there in the Eastern Conference, some young teams. And how about my Orlando Magic, a.k.a. Pure Magic this season, 5-2, and two. 3-0 and at home, averaging 117 points a game on the season. Another stat, I don't know if that's sustainable or not. They're winning their games by an average of 9 points a game. And I don't know, man. I-, I-, I like the young core. I like Frank Vogel as a coach who will make them play defense and who's starting to open up the offense for them. Evan Fournier, probably the most underrated guard in the league. Nikola Vukovic, probably the most underrated big man in the league. We were talking about that the other night. And Aaron Gordon, maybe the most potential and upside in the league out of any young player out there. You look at what he did the other night, dropping, what, a career high in points, uh, double-double with the rebounds. This guy is just supremely athletic, former top-five draft pick. 
and you look at Aaron Gordon now, 21 points a game, nine rebounds, two and a half assists, Fournier, 22 points, four assists, four rebounds. These two guys, Aaron Gordon and Evan Fournier, leading the Magic to a winning record and looking so like far, they can careful. be a playoff team this year in the East. Well, what I'm saying their record now? Five and two. They're they're right. They're they're second overall in the Eastern Conference right now. If you look at the standings from top to bottom, and, and give a shout out to Nikola Vukovic, 20.7 points a game. So you got three guys averaging over 20 points a game, and then the new pickup from the Spurs, Jonathan Simmons, a guy who was an afterthought in San Antonio, got off the bench a few times, averaging 17 points a game. So uh, kudos to the Magic organization. They finally got rid of Rob Hennigan, who made some of the worst sports moves I've ever seen in my entire life. But that era is over. There's a new era now, a new attitude and positivity and optimism in Orlando. And there hasn't been that since Dwight Howard, number 12, left. Simple as that. So we're going to get into uh, some other things in part two of our NBA quick jams. Get Get into your thunder clowns. We'll be right back. Thunder Clowns. So we're getting back to your Thunder Clowns here on part two of our NBA Quick Jams podcast, breaking down things after a month of action in the NBA. Are we taking crazy pills or something here between podcast shows because we're talking about Chris Tabs Porzingis for MVP and we're talking about the Orlando Magic as one of the top two teams in the Eastern Conference, obviously record-wise that is. And going over to the West, I mean, Memphis Grizzlies, Chandler Parsons out of nowhere coming off injury, playing well. They're the best record in the Western Conference right now at 5-2. and two. Clippers, they opened up 4-0. and oh. They lost back-to-back. They're 4-2. and two. And your Oklahoma City Thunder Clowns with your least favorite player in the world, Carmelo, the new hoodie, Anthony. Yeah, so, well, what do we expect? I mean, 3-3-3, three, three and three, they look good sometimes. They look like they don't have it together on some nights. Is this, can we, is this what we're going to expect from the Thunder moving forward for the well, rest of the year, really? As, as far as scoring, it's, it's just about even. Uh, Melo's at 23.8, Westbrook 20.8, and Paul George at 19.5. Again, I question how, how's this going to play out. Everybody's trying to be a gentleman right now, trying to share the ball. What happens when you get into the season? And you still have to play defense. You can't play iso ball. But Westbrook and uh, Carmelo Anthony, they like to play iso ball, so... We'll see what happens. I, I, Do they have a head coach? The Thunder? Do they have a head coach? With with three guys with that big an ego, Paul yeah. George, Russell Westbrook, and Melo, how can any head coach ever get a word in, yeah. let alone any type of message across to your players when you have that much star power and ego clogging up that locker room? Yeah, it's got... The Thunder... How is Carmelo Anthony leading the team? Bless you. Bless you. How is Carmelo Anthony leading the team, excuse me, with 24 points a game? Why is Carmelo Anthony the Thunder's leading scorer? He takes a lot of Come on, that is ridiculous. Russell Westbrook, 20.8, 12.2 assists a game, pulling his weight with the passing. Paul George, five rebounds, three assists a game, pulling his weight. Carmelo Anthony, 3.8 rebounds a game, 1.7 assists per game. I guess that's higher than usual. Well, he's, he's, he's in a good setting. He's, he's in a perfect setting right for now. For himself. For yeah, himself, right. We, we talk, and I, and I talked about that. I said this was going to be the perfect situation for him. But shooting 35% on three, Westbrook 39%, Paul George 39%. These guys are all middling around the same numbers. Yeah. Something's got to break. Yeah. I mean, Westbrook can average a triple-double, but Paul George and Carmelo Anthony – who do you want the ball? Who who do you want the ball? Who do you want to have the ball? Excuse me, say that five times fast. Who do you want to have the ball in that situation? In the, I want it to be Paul George or Westbrook. I do not want Carmelo yeah, Anthony unless battle. you're kicking out to him on the wing for a wide open yeah. three. Yeah, that's that, that sounds good. Uh, moving on a little bit, uh, you got Cleveland. Uh, Dwayne, you know Wade, he's struggling. And they're, and, uh, 
I think people need Cavaliers. to calm down a little bit with the Cavaliers. Three and four. I mean, talking about it's early. If they were one and six, maybe a little bit more panic. But Ty Lue saying the guys just aren't having fun anymore. Yeah. Guess you got to have fun if you want to win first, huh? Yeah. Well, I can see why they're not having fun. So <laughs> it doesn't. It looks like they might be missing Kyrie a little bit. We thought it might have been more the other way around, huh? Uh, well, they're missing Isaiah Thomas, huh? So. Well, you're talking about the Boston Celtics, even without Gordon Hayward and that brutal injury, they're they're number one in the Eastern yeah, Conference. Yeah, you know Brad Stevens, what a good coach is. But uh... one winners of five in a row. Boston Celtics starting off the season zero and two, now five and two, yeah. tied with the Magic atop yeah. the East. Well, let me talk about my uh, really number one disappointment because I like the kid, is Lonzo Ball. He's struggling. He's averaging 10 points a game. He's only shooting 28.1% on threes. That's just not good. He, he doesn't look happy, but then again, he never looks happy. He right, never smiles, right. never talks. Maybe if, if I had a father like that, I wouldn't talk either because there's no opportunity. But Right now, in, in the early taking uh, shots. In, well, in the early part of the season, he he has to be a disappointment. Uh, I I don't know. You know, we don't know how that's going to play out. I, I don't like. Uh, He's averaging seven point seven assists yeah. and seven point five rebounds. So, no, those are good numbers. What, what were you expecting, Lonzo Ball to average? I didn't think he'd average more than. I thought he'd average fifteen tops. Yeah. I mean, t- to me, around ten is 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 normal, and that's going to be the main part of his game. He's got to work on. Yeah, he's a brilliant passer, right? But. Yeah. You can only create shots for others for so long, yeah, but if you can't create your own shot, then people are going to yeah. sag off you. Yeah, the Rajon Rondo effect, the Ricky Rubio effect. Yeah, How is Lonzo Ball going to prove to be different than those guys? It's not a good team either. Kadavius Caldwell-Pope, I don't like. He shoots too much sometimes. He gets a little out of control. Kyle Kuzma, their third leading yeah, scorer yeah. straight out of the uh, summer league. Yeah. So, I mean, Jordan Clarkson and Brandon Ingram has the two leading scorers Ingram's there. Ingram's been a disappointment to me. I thought he'd be a lot better, but let's see what happens with Ball. I think brighter days ahead for Ball. This guy could be averaging a triple-double easy, easily this season. He's almost there now. We'll see you next week, folks. Peace out.